my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh, we're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to uh, already the, what, 17th of January. Wow, this uh, this, uh, month is flying by. And uh, 2023, starting off with a bang, a lot of uh, of stuff in the news. I I do want to mention something. Uh, Fitness experts are revealing that... uh, uh, 80% of people have already abandoned their uh, their 2023 resolutions. And um, it, it's interesting, the whole resolution thing, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're... Uh, if you're changing your life is based on a date of a calendar, if, if making an overhaul of your life, maybe losing weight, maybe whatever, uh, is all contingent on a date on a calendar, of course you're going to already stop by the 17th of January. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, I'm really unhappy and I'm this and I'm that and I'm this, but I'll tell you what, January the 1st, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this done. Yes, sir. Bob and have, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's just remarkable. And, you know, uh, even though I don't go to the gym as often as I should, I've been going to the gym since I was like 20. 21 years old and uh, on and off because generally if you have home exercise equipment uh, it's going to become a laundry drying rack and you're going to end up selling it for a lot less than you bought it for i'll just tell you i i think i think the most expensive treadmill we got was almost two thousand dollars and we got it from uh, my wife's mom and we ended up trying to get rid of that sucker and i think we ended up offloading it for 150 dollars it was (laughs) Because, <laughs> you know, there's nothing fun about standing in your basement and running and not going anywhere. There's nothing fun. Even when you're watching TV, there's nothing fun about sitting there and pedaling your butt off and not going anywhere. Uh, you know, that's why I bought one of these uh, hybrid electric mountain bikes. I got one of those. And when you're out on the trail, there's things to look at and stuff. And, and it's just, it's nice. And there's air and trees and all that. So you might want to try that. Because honestly, uh, you know, we were thinking about getting one of those uh, Pelotons, right? Pelotons. You ever done spinning? I did spinning one time, one spinning class, because I hate group exercise because it involves a group. 
And, uh, you know, I'd rather just work out by myself, listen to my tunes, not have somebody sitting in front of me barking at me about, oh, we're going this and we're going that and we're going that and we're going to go down a hill now. No, I just, I have no interest in that. I have no interest in exercising in my house and I have no interest in, uh, in group exercise. But I go to the gym and right now I've got a membership, I guess, at Planet Fitness. We're doing Planet Fitness. I belong to every gym. I belong to every gym, YMCA, I've, I belong to uh, places in Cincinnati and uh, Minneapolis and D.C. and all this stuff, um, but I'm at, I'm at uh, Planet Fitness now, and I go into the gym, and I go year-round, sometimes not as well as I need to, like I had to skip like two weeks, uh, two weeks ago because I was sick, and I was like, I ain't going to the gym, and, uh, and, but I go regularly, the, you know, the staff knows me, hey, guy, how you doing there? See, they call me guy, so they know who I am. I go in, and, and we got these people that I call resolutionaries and gym terlopers. Those are the people who come in, who think they own the place, who uh, do things like, uh, well, one first, this the other day. There's a guy on, there's only one preacher curl machine in the whole dang gym. Right and preacher curls when you uh, you sit there and you you put your arms forward and you you do curls on a machine and uh, you know I'm I'm waiting here and, and this guy literally is uh, between sets looking up the right song you know I got to have the right song for uh, the second set of reps here and I'm not saying that I'm completely devoid of that myself I've got to have the right song when I work out but at the same time I just want to walk up to him and say hey hey yeah yeah what do you need yeah 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 hey buddy do me a favor take out the earbud for a second um do me a favor the next time you're gonna camp out on a machine at the gym bring your sleeping bag in a tent uh, i haven't done that because you know people get all weird at the gyms but uh anyway 80 percent of us have already abandoned our new year's resolutions and don't don't feel bad that you have because honestly again if you are just basing a major change in your life on a, on a date on a calendar, it's not going to happen. You know, it's like, I'm a really bad alcoholic, but January the 1st, I'm not going to drink any. Sure, good luck with that, all right? Uh, and, and I speak from uh, experience because I gave up drinking about a year ago. And uh, it wasn't because it was January the 1st. It just happened. I just quit. It was over. I left it in my past. Uh, you know, I didn't need the 12 steps. Nothing against the 12 steps. I didn't need the 12 steps. I had a miraculous thing happen. It's crazy. But uh, anyway, so don't feel bad, like I said, if you've uh, given up your New Year's resolution. Uh, just resolve to change your life every day. D resolve to look at little things and go, eh, I need to do better. Uh, resolve every single day to be a better person. Yeah, there's a good idea. All right. How about that? A little inspirational word from Rob Carson on January the 17th, to which everybody goes, you know, just shut up and talk about Joe Biden or something. Okay, I will. Let's do that. We've got a, a lot of things that we need to get to. Joe Biden uh, dusts off a, a threat that he's used multiple times to uh, people who believe in the Second Amendment, which was created to keep an overreaching government from taking over, disarming you and murdering you and all that, which is how governments have uh, acted, I don't know, since guns have been around and before that, you know, uh, swords and things like that. So that's why the Second Amendment was created. But he, he dusted off an old threat saying, hey, if you're going to dig on the government, you're going to need an F-16. Okay, whatever, Joe. So uh, we've got that to get to today. We've got, to, oh, hey, a, a, an archdiocese in my home state 
Iowa has banned, banned the use of preferred pronouns in schools. Oh, and banned people perf- uh, in, in sports that uh, are not uh, in, in, for performing in sports. If you're, say, for instance, if you're a boy and you want to compete with a girl, ain't going to happen. So we're going to get to uh, that. We've got uh, all sorts of just nonsense on MSNBC uh, uh, with regard to racism. We've got uh, more Twitter files dropping. Um, Virginia, the state of Virginia, now 11 schools, 11 high-performing schools, supposedly great schools where kids could get to, you know, do very successfully with academic achievement. 11 schools have not told kids who got national merit scholarships that they got national merit scholarships because they didn't want to make the underperforming kids or the kids who didn't get those feel bad. Yeah. And if you graduate from school... And somebody has been protecting you from people who do better than you. uh, You're going to get your butt kicked in the real world. (laughs) It's going to tell you. Maybe, maybe. Here's an idea. How about look up to the people who really excel? Look up to the people who who do really, really well and aspire to become like them uh, instead of these idiots in charge of academia who want to bring down the people who uh, excel and do really well uh, and uh, make the people who aren't feel better about themselves and graduate, you know, with a substandard, uh, you know, diploma and uh, get their butts kicked, you know, in the real world. That's that's what's going to happen. So all of that is coming up on the show today. Uh, Joe Biden, and this is not uncommon, forgot the name of somebody. Uh, two days ago, he mentioned uh, Kamala Harris's name or something. He flubbed it. No, 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 no. He 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 uh, he mentioned uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. He could not remember the name of Katanji Brown Jackson. He stumbled and bumbled through it. Uh, it's not uncommon. But he was at the MLK breakfast uh, in D.C. or uh, was it in D.C.? No, it was in Atlanta. Uh, hosted by the Reverend Al Sharpton's National Action Network. Uh, Sharpton got his start as a civil rights organizer, by the way, and uh, and he has been the director of anti-poverty projects of a King Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which hasn't done anything at all about poverty in the black community ever. Yeah, Al Sharpton has been a, uh, a, uh, a civil rights leader for like 50 years, and he's never done anything to make the uh, black experience in America better. But what he does really well is he shows up at funerals and he raises money off of them. And he says, oh, the cops killed him, and do, 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 you know, and then he disappears, and then he's gone. But anyway, Joe Biden uh, forgot the uh, uh, Reverend Martin Luther King uh, III's uh, wife's name. Then he delivered kind of a, a bizarre speech. Her name is Andrea. It says Andrea. Is it Andrea? Is that a typo? Andrea Waters King is the uh, is the name, and here is Joe Biden doing this. And who is I? I, I got to tell you, who is uh, I'm going to give the man a break. Who is uh, saying happy birthday to somebody and forgot a name? Or you know, I, I'm not. I'm terrible with names. I'll just tell you right now. I'll remember your face, although I'm starting to lose that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but but I forget names all the time. But here is the president of the United States, and this is kind of funny. Um, well, I'll just comment as I play it. No, I won't play that one. Let's go ahead and uh, and play. Hold on, uh, this one right cheer. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family: when somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Okay, that that is the craziest rule. I mean, can you imagine how original that rule is? Jill Biden is a genius. There's a reason why she's a doctor because when it's somebody's birthday, her rule 
in the house is to sing happy birthday. I never thought about that. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Well. Okay, so I forgot that. Here's what you do. And I've done a million events. I've stood in front of uh, crowds, and, and I've sung happy birthday. When you get to the name, you don't know it. Just hold the mic out to the audience. Just like, uh, you know, hey, hey, how you doing, Seattle? And hold the microphone out to them and let them do it. And then you don't look, uh, you know, goofy like that. And he did look kind of uh, goofy that way. But that he surprised or that he forgot the name is not that big a deal because, uh, you know, he forgets everything. He probably forgets to eat. I don't even know at this point. <laughs> Um, let me see. I've got a bunch of other stuff I want to get to, and uh, your phone calls as well. More audio from Joe Biden as he uh, once again threatens Americans with an AR-15. We're going to get into some more on the uh, the documents found in uh, in Joe Biden's garage. Uh, yesterday, a lot of people were talking about what I said last Monday, which was this is the way to push Biden out because he's lost his usefulness to the party. That did not um, prevent... Uh, uh, Democrats on the mainstream media from continuing to uh, to defend him. So we're going to get to all of that. Again, the number here, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know, there's a state in this country that is going to ban electric cars. I love it. It's Wyoming. I'll share uh, later why that's a big deal. Uh, I think you know my feelings about electric cars and why you should go hybrid. It's not about an electric motor. They're great. It's just about electric cars. You you probably ought to just go with hybrid, uh, maybe maybe plug-in hybrid, because uh, your electric car probably not going to be worth a whole lot. I want to mention something quick. Uh, not related to anything. Um, I've had the opportunity the last, uh, well, a uh, few months to um, watch some great movies. A lot of the times in conservative talk radio, we obviously go after Hollywood. We go after uh, wokeism uh, in Hollywood on late night and all that stuff. Uh, but there are genuinely some great movies that are being made that uh, have nothing to do with politics. And, and I've had the opportunity to see some good ones. My son is uh, living with us briefly until the spring. Uh, he just graduated from college. And he's a big movie buff. And so in the last few weeks, I've seen The Fablemans, really good movie. Uh, The Menu, holy crap, really great, but weird. Glass Onion, really good, weird. Uh, All's Quiet on the Western Front. Boy, you better be ready for that one because it is unreal. Um, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Saw that over the weekend. Need to see it again. Uh, excellent movie, cleaned up at the Golden Globes, you know, the, or the, the Critics' Choice, and that's cool. I didn't watch I watched a little bit of the Critics' Choice. Critics choice. Uh, the, the guy who played uh, uh, Short Round in the second Indiana Jones movie, he was also in Goonies, he got a Best Actor Award from the, uh, from the Critics' Choice. That was pretty cool. Um, and then last night I watched Puss in Boots. And it's a new Puss in Boots movie. Now you're thinking, why would a grown man watch Puss in Boots? Well, I love animated movies. I love uh, uh, all the Pixar movies, uh, Toy Story, the original. I remember seeing that about 1996 with my wife. 
And I went, wow, this is changing everything. I was right. Um, we've seen Wally, and I've seen all the Disney animated movies, Aladdin, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and all that. And and you know, and I had kids growing up in it. I've got two uh, Gen Z kids, one twenty three and one seventeen. So I was watching these animated movies as they were growing up, and I enjoyed them anyway. Last night I watched Puss in Boots. <sighs> Best animated movie I've ever seen. I'm just gonna say it, the. Best animated movie I've ever seen. I'm still, as I was watching the movie last night, I was thinking, I can't wait to watch this again. That's how good this movie is. It is visually stunning. The acting is, the voice acting is brilliant. The animation is better than anything you could ever imagine. It's so realistic. It is so amazing. I was watching everything, including the little background players, like there's a scene in the kitchen watching the background player, one of the three bears. Uh, and I was like, this is not possible this is this is brilliant the script is absolutely hilarious uh at times really poignant i mean really good movie really good movie rotten tomatoes gives it 98 the audience gives it 94 i i got a, the best animated movie i've ever seen took a cue from anime took a cue from a bunch of different kinds of uh, animated movies and just made something and it's what not woke it's not woke there's no political correctness there's no politics in it at all at all it is magnificent whether you're an adult whether you're a kid boom home run Phew. let's go to uh, bianca in baltimore or blanca 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 in baltimore how are you haven't heard from you in a while Yes, I've been listening, though, and uh, asking uh, many to tune in, to tune in, uh, to hear a voice of reason in these uh, troubling times. And Thank something you. that will encourage people that are common sense, uh, yeah. um, common sense people, because these are extremely troubling times. Oh, I I wanted, yes, I wanted to share briefly with you, you started the show with uh, the merit uh, I guess the cancellation of people who do well. I'm one of those yeah. who was gifted and talented in school. And uh, and so I take a point. My child is an honor, uh, um, advanced placement honors in U.S. Nice. history. And, yeah. uh, and um, I wanted to share with you that this past November, I left a school, a Christian school. This is a Christian school private where people are paying tuition and um, – I was the Spanish teacher, and people earned a grade that they they earned a grade. Uh, from in my class, they earned you earned a grade. Yeah. And the principal said to me, "Well, unfortunately, um, uh, your grades are not going to allow uh, the fifth grade to be in the honor roll." I said, "Oh." I said, "Well, I'm, you know, I, I want to make sure that you know she understood that I I graded fairly and accurately." She said, "Oh, you know, just oh, that's a shame," and she went ahead. And still had kids in the honor roll ceremony who did not earn the grade. And afterwards, wow. I'm sorry, I didn't, I, I'm not understanding why did my grades, where my grades changed, I asked. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, we didn't change the grades. What we did is we just didn't count your grades. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, oh, what? okay. She, she said there was only two. I'm not kidding you. Two? She said two students, one of them was mine in fourth grade, two students that were passing in the entire school. And she disregarded the the grades. And she said to me, but 
we're just going to let it slide this time, and then we'll see how things are for the next quarter. I turned in my notice and left. Good for you, Blanca. That is ridiculous because what she's doing there not only is shortchanging students, but she's also essentially telegraphing to you that uh, A, A, you're too much of a disciplinarian, and B, she doesn't consider your class to be important. And that's really disgusting because I'm going to tell you, uh, I took uh, four years of, of high school French and four years of college French. I've never been to France. Um, but Spanish, I think, is incredibly, incredibly important. So you, you just left that job, and you're seeing what's yeah. happening in Virginia with National Merit Scholars not being told that they got National Merit Scholarships because students feel bad if they aren't able to get one. Um, do, have you ever approached your students and not uh, celebrated kids who did really well in any of your classroom and used them as an example for kids to get better? I did. What I did is, and believe me, uh, there were several that in, uh, that did earn the grade, uh, but not not the amount of children that were in the honor roll. Um, in fourth grade, there were some great, and I actually gave incentives. You know how kids, they love stickers. Yes. In first grade, they yes. love stickers. Um, they also uh, love things that they could use, like glitter pens or, or yeah. and I, what yeah. I could do it. Because everybody knows I'm a teacher. They donate all kinds of stuff. Friends. Hey, Blanca, 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 I got to run. I, I got to run. Uh, I think right now what they're offering a lot of students is uh, sex change hormones instead of glitter pens. I think that's changed. It's kind of weird. Great call. Lots of information coming up on this. This is The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Rob Carson. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I am tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert your IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word ROB to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With over 20 years of experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting ROB to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, secure your gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's no obligation to make this request. Just text ROB to 989898. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, I want to thank Blanca from Baltimore for quitting her job when her school said that, uh, you know, we just don't count your your class 
with regard to uh, honor roll because you grade too hard. Isn't that the next step, right, with regard to uh, the failure of our children in schools? When you think about what the uh, the government uh, and the educational system and the unions did to our kids the last two years, this is kind of insult to injury, wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't you say? Considering that our kids are all cognitively destroyed, had our the math and uh, reading scores destroyed, three hundred percent increase in suicide uh, thoughts, suicidal thoughts, suicide attempts, cutting uh, through the ceiling and all that, and then and then they just decide to tell teachers, you hey, know, if you're going to be too hard on the kids, we will uh, not count your grade. <laughs> just, I mean, wow. You want to talk about setting up somebody for failure. I mean, just, just setting people up for failure. It's, it's really ridiculous. And I, and I think that this year will be the year that we start to uh, make a comeback from all of this uh, just uh, nonsense, this, this abject nonsense. And the reason being is you're bleeping with our kids. You know, you're, you're, you're bleeping with our kids. So, uh, you know, we're kind of done with that. And, you know, like my, my son... My son, when he was, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to get to some other stuff here, but I'm going to continue this thought. My son, when he was, I think, 11, started to get some uh, negatives on his uh, report cards, started getting some Ds, you know, Cs. Oh, my God, I know, Cs, terrible, right? No, no, yeah, it is. It's not good. It's, it's average. I don't want my kids to be uh, uh, average. I want them to be above average. I want them to compete with other kids. If they're not above average, then, you know, then that's, that's just the way it is. But I would like them to be there, and if they can be, they will be. So I tell my, my son, he started to get some bad grades, and he had this little PlayStation system. It was probably PlayStation 3 or whatever. And I, one day while he was in school, I made it disappear. I put it away. I hit it. I took all the games, everything. And when he got home, he was like, where would my games go? I said, I said uh, you get your grades up. I'm only going to tell you one time. You get your grades up or some needy kid is going to get the best game system and games ever. And lo and behold, he started getting A's and B's, and I only had to tell him once. And he graduated with honors, and he just graduated from college, and he graduated with honors, and he landed a plum gig with a big accounting firm. That's the way you do it. That's the way you do it. Every day when I dropped my son off at school, I would tell him, you're a good man, William, every day. It was important to, to, you know, you want to build your kids' esteem, but not to the point where they are uh, free from criticism. The last night, my daughter showed me some of her artwork, and, and I, she showed me these ones. She's normally just brilliant, but last night, I just said to her, I said, hey, you know, this is not as good as your normal stuff. I know it sucks. It's terrible. I, I probably destroyed her, but no, no, not really. She just went, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll do better. It's uh, once you take away that, once you lower the boat of the great kids, the kids who are really trying hard, uh, it doesn't benefit the kids who don't. It doesn't benefit the children who are underperforming. It doesn't help one damn bit. Doesn't help one bit. All you're doing is setting those kids up for failure. Uh, and I got to tell you, um, in the real world, it's not, uh, not going to be easy for him. not going to be easy. So uh, Joe Biden yesterday spoke. Uh, he, he had a, 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 an event. He was talking about Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. This on the heels of the big unveiling of the statue that looked like a feces meets a phallus in Boston. You know, the whole thing. And here is uh, Joe Biden going after Republicans at a speech um, about Martin Luther King Jr. that he decided to make uh, once again, as he always does, into something very political. Reduce the deficit. You know, they're, talking, they're going to talk about big spending Democrats again. Guess what? I reduced the deficit last year $350 billion. No, you didn't. This year, 
Federal deficit is down one trillion. What about the debt? What about the debt? You're talking about deficit. What about Plus the debt? Dollars. Hear me. That's a fact. And there's going to be hundreds of billions. Wow, of listen to those applause. I mean, just rapturous applause. Reduced over the next decade. <laughs> so what? These guys are the fiscally, you know, the fiscally demented, I think. Okay, he, says, uh, he calls Republicans fiscally demented. This is uh, amazing. Ronnie Jackson, GOP rep, said attacking Republicans calling us fiscally demented while Washington Democrats spend at historic levels during the Biden administration to fund their new Green Deal and other liberal priorities is hypocritical. The new Republican House majority is dedicated to improving the lives of Americans, blah, blah, blah. But if you think that the Republicans are fiscally demented when you consider... Uh, how much Joe Biden has spent since he got into office and what it's done to the economy, then uh, you are demented as well. Then the president went and decided for some reason, I don't know why, he's going after assault weapons. And uh, yesterday he repeated a uh, a threat. Now, we'll get to uh, the threat here in a second, but listen to the very beginning of this because he's uh, bringing up a nonsensical argument. I'd like you, you know, if you get into an argument about somebody and somebody says to you, well, you know, you don't need an assault ri- rifle to hunt a deer, uh, I'll give you uh, the response if you don't have one already locked and loaded and i'll say what i said then i'll say it over and over again i am going to get assault weapons banned i did it once i'm going to do it again yeah and that last time it did nothing it had no meaningful effect on anything it was a joke that's why it was repealed there's no social redeeming value Deer aren't wearing Kevlar vests out there. What the hell you need a assault? No, I'm serious. That's really stupid, by the way. And here's what you should say. Whenever you hear uh, someone tell you that you don't need a weapon of war, that you don't need a weapon of war to go target practicing or to go deer hunting, you tell them the Second Amendment isn't about target practice or deer hunting. It's about guaranteeing that Americans can have weapons of war to defend against an over zealous government. That's what it's all about. It has never been about deer hunting. It has never been about target practice. It has never been about magazine uh, uh, capacity. Uh, It has never been about restrictions. It has always been about the American people being able to actually have weapons of war to defend themselves against an overzealous government. Which may explain why Joe Biden is so hot and heavy on this, because of how overzealous the government is now. And ban the number of bullets that go in a magazine. You really, you should just pick up a magazine or something, just not a magazine, like a magazine, open one up about guns, and just educate yourself before you shoot your mouth off, Joe, because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty as water of the blood of patriots. Give me a few need to work about taking on the federal government. You need some F-15s. Okay, now he just exposed to you why he doesn't want you to have uh, what they call an assault weapon. And it's what I just said, which is why the Second Amendment is around. This is why he doesn't want it. This is why he wants restrictions on it, because he is against what he just said about being able to defend yourself. You don't need an AR-15. You don't even know what one is. Think about it. (laughs) Think about the rationale for this. Yes, yes, yes. It's about money. No. Money, money, money. 
he has no clue what he's talking about. I mean, honestly, he just it is uh, insulting. And so, and here he is once again dusting off this uh, this warning, uh, this warning about uh, F-15s. He, he's he's uh, made this comment yesterday. He said that uh, you know uh, Americans. Um, the only way you're going to be able to defend yourself against government is F-15s. He said this a few years ago, a couple years ago. But I support the Second Amendment, and I support the Second Amendment. But no, the you know. Second Amendment, as one of the most, one of the most conservative justices in history, Justice Scalia once wrote, like quote, like most rights, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. They're not unlimited. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. Yeah, you can. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, Here we keeping go. America's independent and safe. Here we go. If you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need a, something a little more than a... Really? That's not what happened with the Berlin Wall. Didn't need an F-15. Yeah, once again, uh, highly misguided and uh, completely wrong about everything. Uh, let's see. We've got some uh, calls we want to talk about, all sorts of stuff here. Christopher in Catonsville, Maryland, has a comment. I had talked about uh, New Year's resolutions earlier. Uh, Christopher, welcome, man. What's up? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to let you know that uh, you are not alone with the spontaneous uh, quitting drinking thing. Oh, really? Um, it happened to me. I was, like, not trying to quit drinking altogether. I just wanted to, you know cut out a few days of the week and stuff but what happened was i got really 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 sick like flu bug sick really bad hot cold hot cold for like a couple of days and i couldn't even really drink water yeah and when it got done it was like oh you know two three days i'll try another day see what happens and stuff and then, like a month later, somebody else came over and drank that bottle. Of, I mean, that box of wine. Was in the fridge and, you know, been like that ever since, you know. And so you just, you just, you just quit like I did. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really able to. I, I started quit by accident, you know. Okay. All right, Christopher. Well, my my thing was. You know, I was out of work in Washington, D.C. for about a year and a half, uh, yeah. descended into depression, and I came yeah. to Kansas City. Identity crisis and everything. Got, got, fired, when I, got fired when I uh, you know, came to Kansas City with my family two years into a three-year three deal. Yeah. Uh, literally, they told me, you, the reason why we're letting you go is you make too much money. That's what they told me. Yeah. So I was out of work again, and I started to drink much more, much more than I needed to. Right. And there were, days, there were days that I literally say to God, you know, uh, help me or let me die in my sleep. That's how bad it had gotten. And one morning I woke up and it was gone. The desire, everything, it just disappeared. And I, and I do believe that, uh, that uh, it was, there was some divinity involved in it because I wasn't able to do it, and it just disappeared. Last night I was cooking dinner with my wife, uh-huh. and, uh, and I used some white wine right. in, the, uh, in, in the pasta. And uh-huh. I sniffed the white wine, and I was like, I had no desire. In fact, it almost made me want to hurl. Yeah, I got some of that, too. Guess what happened to me? Um, I find out years later as I'm uh, getting tested to donate plasma, of all things. Well, they test you for, um, for hep C. And come to find out, I had it. And I was like, really? Oh, my gosh, you know. And it only comes huh. down to is from, like, being a child of the 60s and stuff. And okay. All the time, I had no idea. And so, like, if I, I didn't accidentally quit drinking back in 2006. You'd be dead. The old liver there might not, uh, you know. It's interesting. I'm like, hmm. All right, thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. You bet, you bet. Let's go to uh, Jack in Annapolis, Maryland, the capital of Maryland, where (laughs) they are swearing in uh, another bad governor. Uh, Jack, welcome to the show. Yeah, I mean, this state's done. I mean, it's it's I know, dude. But anyway, I'm calling because 
you um, you talked about motivating youngsters to do well in school, and now they're getting rid of all these incentives. And uh, an anecdotal story is, and I tell this to many of my friends, is that when my son was in the seventh grade at the awards assembly, he didn't get a single award. And he came home, and he's crying, and my wife says, you know, you think they could have found just something for him. Oh, dear God. in the class. So <laughs> I said to him, I said, if you want to succeed, you've got to work hard. So this is a true story. So the next year at the awards assembly, he's in the eighth grade, the principal comes up to us and says, I want you to sit right in the front and put your son at the end seat. And he got every single award. He ultimately went and, and became a valedictorian of his college class. I love it. the medical school after two years. He's a practicing yeah. physician. Uh, and I can tell you from firsthand experience that if you dumb everything down and make everybody feel equal, there's no reason to work hard. And my son just looked at these awards and said, I want some of those. And he got every single award in the eighth grade that they could get. I love it. Jack, I, and I, he probably made all those other students feel terrible. And who cares? <laughs> yeah. It, it, all it, right. it's hard, so it's hard work pays off. Amen, bro. Amen. Appreciate the uh, phone call. And, uh, you know, and that's and that's the thing. Like, for instance, um, me, okay? I, yeah, let's make it all about me. No, no. When I was in school, I I wanted to do everything. I got trophies, and I went to Allstate speech and Allstate choir, and I went to school. I got there at 6 in the morning. Mrs. Clausen, my choir teacher, would come and pick me up to go to school for practice, work all day my senior year, get off at 1.30 in the afternoon because I'd gotten all my credits in. I could get off early, and then I'd go work at the truck stop from 2 to 8 or 2 to 10. So 10 p.m., and I'd get home about 11 o'clock, then, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. And uh, and it, it conditioned me. And I don't know, my mom was a good part of it, but uh, there was a drive inside of me that I wanted to be excellent. Uh, and that never went away. I had some bumps and some bruises and all that. Uh, but, you know, I was given a second chance by Chris Ruddy of Newsmax, and now I have a nationally syndicated radio show. And, uh, you know, you just I never have lost that. I hope that you can instill that in your kids. Um, and if you have successfully, then then good for you. All right, we got to take a break. we got much to get to. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. I just came up with a uh, an expression with regard to, uh, you know, the uh, New Year's resolution. And uh, it is that <laughs> we, have a, we have an industry in our country. It's called, uh, I'll just call it... Uh, uh, the Resolution Industrial Complex. And, and it is. It, it pushes us toward uh, diet and exercise. And it, it's funny because, you know, Walmart yesterday. And as soon as you walk in, uh, there's a whole shelf of stuff with, like, little these little pukey little two-pound weights like Barack Obama works out with. And, uh, and uh, you know, these, these shakes, you can have a meal in a, in a, in a bottle that tastes like chocolate milk, you know. And <laughs> it's kind of funny. But I'm just going to tell you, maybe if I could sum, summarize this hour of the show, other than the Joe Biden stuff, is that... Uh, 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 if you're dating, changing your life dramatically because of a date on a calendar, um, no, it won't work. It won't work. You got to resolve every day to uh, do better in your life. That's that's just it. You, you got to resolve every day to be the best person you can. Um, you know, that's that's basically it. So, and, and I'm going to also add this: the only person. The only person who can make changes, profound changes in your life, is you. That's it. 
I mean, there are some people who can coach you and all that. And, and there were for years that I, I, uh, I tried to, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I kind of waited, waited for an agent to do something for me. I waited for a manager to do something for me, and it never did. And it, uh, and it never did. And what really uh, changed things was me changing my mindset once again and me evolving as a person. And it, uh, and it seems to have worked fairly well. I've still got a long way to go. Uh, but the cool thing is I was able to kind of reinvent and recharge my career in my 50s, which normally doesn't happen. No. But, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I watched the Golden Globes the other night, not because I chose to. My wife was watching it. And there were a bunch of actors there who had been kind of, uh, kind of like me, uh, the radio industry, kind of like, oh, you're a music jockey or whatever. You're not a talk show. You're this and all that. Uh, and the same thing happened for Brendan Fraser. And the same thing happened, and I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name, but he, was, he played uh, a Short Round in the second Indiana Jones movie. And he also was in, um, he was in uh, uh, Goonies. And this guy has had very little, if any, work in the last 30 years plus of his life, and he won Best Actor on the Golden Globes. And there were several actors there who presumably had, you know, expired. Their careers had presumably expired, but they never gave up. And, and they fought through it. Like Brendan Fraser, I haven't seen the movie Whale yet. Now, here it's amazing. But he was able to reinvent himself. He was able to soldier through it. And I normally don't like to high, you know, hold uh, Hollywood types in high regard, but I just I admire what he, uh, what he did. Uh, anyway. Uh, let's see. Do I want to take some phone calls? Do I want to take some phone calls? Let's go to uh, Randall in Pacific Grove, California. Hey there, Randall. What's on your mind today, man? Uh, hello. I'm calling because I really am hoping that you thought of some kind of explanation where is the medical legal loophole that's allowing a mother to start her son, her five or six-year-old son, on puberty blockers, post videos of how she's been dressing him up like a girl his whole life, and he believes he's a girl because she's been training him to be the video. I've seen videos on it, uh, and I was uh, watching the Black Conservative Perspective uh, Greg, and he was talking about this. He talks about this issue a lot. And, I, I, um, and I'm just wondering, have you come up with any explanation as to where the loophole is? I mean, if I want to give my kid Drano, I'm going to go to prison. If I want to give my kid heroin, I'm going to go to prison. If I give my kid rotten, spoiled meat, I'm going to go to prison. What is the difference? Where is the loophole? Well, it is uh, right now uh, being allowed. It is not technically really illegal to do, but it needs to be. And eventually, uh, we're going to have a modicum of common sense. We're going to we're going to write this ship. Unfortunately, a lot of children's lives are going to be ruined uh, in the meantime, and there will have to be some sort of legal recourse to that. Uh, Randall, I got to go, man. We got to take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Like the show. You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free. They won't give you the facts. They don't tell the truth. Their bias is incredible. Now millions are turning to Eric Bowling, The Balance, to get the real story. Watch him on Newsmax. 